0: The Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. I repeat, by allowing yourself to compare your progress, your fitness, your fun, your hopefulness, your finances, or your relationships. To others, you rob yourself the opportunity to experience a sense of joy that was meant just for you. As a matter of fact, you wouldn't even enjoy yourself in someone else's shoes because you'd still be in the habit of comparing instead of of the habit of enjoying exactly what is for you. Your time, your moments, your life. Hey everybody, this is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, happy Wednesday, good, good afternoon or good evening or whenever you're deciding to listen in. I appreciate you for tuning in and dialing back to spend a little time with me and I really, really do appreciate You, um, just giving me a chance this week. And if you're rejoining me again, uh, for a second or a third or a fourth time, you have no idea what that means to me. So I hope to not disappoint. Um, but we're going to jump right on in. As I said, the, the comparison is the thief of joy. So where, where am I going with this? Memorial day just passed this past week. Um, I hope you had a chance to at least celebrate a little bit, get somebody's barbecue, if not your own maybe cook. I know I did a little bit. Um, I tell you what though, this uh, quarantine, I didn't gain a freshman 15 in college. I gain like I'm gaining a quarantine 15 and like, I don't know where the weight keeps coming from. It's probably because I'm sedentary and not moving and shaking and forgetting meals as I usually do or forgetting to eat or I don't have enough time to sit down and eat. So I just keep pushing and I have a decent meal at dinner. Or I don't have a full-on warm breakfast for lunch. Sometimes it's just smoothie and go, so I keep my calorie count down. I'm not sure. I just, I know I'm gaining a quarantine 15, and um, I'm not super proud about it, but I am um, excited that I'll be potentially uh, working back at it as soon as all this craziness is over with. But anyways, um, Memorial Day just came and passed, and I, I honor and I thank anyone who served our country or anyone who has survived or anyone who is grieving over a lost loved one. Um, I know it's sometimes hard because that day comes and goes so quickly. Um, But, you know, the residual or the aftermath, if you're dealing with any of those three, um, they kind of stay with you. And and so my heart goes out and and I sincerely thank you and I, and I, and I'm, I'm I'm blessed to be in the space that I am knowing that there are people out there that are dedicated and committed to um our you know fighting and protecting our country. Um but there's also another side note on that that I won't get into today uh because my heart hurts for other situations that happen within our country. Um so but moving on because that's not the lesson for today's topic. And as I've always been taught, uh, give yourself the 24-hour rule before you come across information and before you're ready to speak on it, at minimum, 24 hours. So, uh, you know, if, if Memorial Day is not an indicator of this, I'll just go ahead and say it. Life is too short. Life is too short to spend it in comparison mode, basically what I just started the cast with. I think quarantine has made it easier for us to spend our time on scroll and what do I mean by that like scrolling through social media scrolling through the pages scrolling through the news feeds scrolling through tinder researching what this good Twitter statement that somebody else made and following their track history to see if you want to follow them or not. You know, quarantine has definitely made it easier for us to scroll on Netflix or scroll on Disney Plus or HBO or whatever, whatever. But it's definitely made it easier for us to do that. And I think the moment you begin to say, or the moment you begin to think. Or the moment that you kind of feel it stirring in your body. how they... Stop. Stop right now. How'd they do that? how they get so many likes? How do they just spend so much time getting themselves dressed up? How do they... As soon as you start going into that mode, it's t- in my opinion, it's time to disconnect. Why? Because your cup of viewing pleasure is full. When when you're looking at something and you can find yourself like no longer satisfied by the picture or the moment that that picture gives you and you start asking, I just don't get how they have so many likes. I just don't get how they have so many uh, followers. I just don't get how they have so many uh, resources. I just don't get how how they're having so much fun. That is when those questions, that is when you're starting to compare, you know, the, the pictures or the videos or the streaming or the, the words, they're just not doing it for you anymore. It's no longer to turn down and have that dopamine rush. Like, Oh, this is great. When you start questioning, that's when you're like, all right, the comparison is happening. So it, and I'm rambling a little bit, but if the point is not, if the point of you asking those questions, is not for you to go and research. And then go do that thing, then it's pointless to ask because at that point all it is is comparison. And that's the thief of joy. So in speaking of this get up and do thing, right? because I mean some of us do are asking like how do they do that? So I can go do that. then that's fine uh, and and I you know I read something the other day that said, uh, don't stress out about how to have a successful year. Instead, focus on how you can optimize your schedule and your habits to have a successful week. Then repeat that 52 times. The successful year will take care of itself. I'm like, okay. All right, I see where you're going there. Like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. It's, it's sort of interesting, like when you get when you get more education about what's at play, or when you get more um, insight uh, from your studies and your research about what's external forces that come against that statement. You start thinking like, okay, that I mean, exactly what that person said makes so much sense, but I agree only to a certain extent because I know that setbacks and shortcomings are a very real experience for people. <clears throat> so repeating something just 52 times is not as stoic and um, robotic as you think is easy to do. Just get up and do it 52 times. Oh, okay, right? You kind of look at people like they're crazy when they start giving you those tips or those talks or those like moments of inspiration. Like, oh, I like that. But wait, how's fu-? Oh, uh, well, I guess since I didn't do it 52 times, I failed. And so that's where I find the challenge, right? I will challenge anyone listening that if you found value in that statement, which I did and I and I liked it, but I'm going to say that all you need to create a successful ha- successful habit is a minimum of two months to a maximum of eight months. That's not even 52 weeks. Now the reason why I say that is because in order to form a new behavior you in order to form a new behavior that amount of time has to surpass and since we're all different and we're so very complex for some people 66 days is all it need, is all it takes but for others it may take up to 254 and so you if if you've been with me for the long haul you've you've heard me say a time or two before all it takes is 30 days to create a new habit and that's cool But there's myth in some of that. While some of that is right, 21 days is the least amount of time that it would take for someone to build in a natural habit, a natural behavior where they don't have to think about doing it anymore. It just happened. But let's be real. Everybody isn't on that same spectrum. So when you've tried something for 30 days and you still dread getting up to do it on the 31st, that means the habit isn't built in right and so again we have to challenge ourselves to say like man if that's not me then I accept that that 30 day person or the 21 day person that's not me I need more time and so if that's the case then yes why is it just eight months it's because you don't need a full year to create a successful habit you only need up to eight months but still that's a time commitment and so um, my process of thought change when you see better or when you know better, you do better. Right. And I think I'm entitled to change my mind or change my opinion on some of the things that I share. But I, um, I I think that in those three things and knowing those three things, building habit is not an all or nothing process. Two to eight months to build new behaviors is not the full year, but the year will take care of itself. You follow me? And then three, committing to and embracing the process, which means being prepared to mess up and fail, but also being ready to turn it around. That's like a scientist's function. Like their job is to mess up. Their job is to test against their theory as many times until they can't test against it anymore. Their goal is to find an avenue for a problem and run into multiple different failures before they come into the solution. That's the best possible thing that can happen because the thing that you don't want to happen is you find the solution right away and then you find all the problems after the solution has been released, right? And so again, that the same is if the same is true for chemicals in a vial or 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 um testing human behavior, the same is true for us too, right? We don't want to get to the solution right away. We want to understand where our triggers are so we can navigate around them. Does that make sense? So, okay, so moving on, um, you know, I I looked at a, I looked at an IG live uh, TV, uh, I guess it was like a shared, you know, so-and-so was going on live, is going live with so-and-so and Um, and it was two, two women that I knew actually, I, I had experiences with them in college when I lived out on the East Coast, um, Alicia joins in, in Keisha. I just know her as Keisha. I, can't, I, I, I don't know her last name. So it's funny because they're two entrepreneurs and I had no idea. I had no idea, but something just prompted me to tune in. And uh, I was so blown away. Like for the 30 minutes that I could sit in and listen intently without disruption, it was fire. So ladies, if you're listening... Thank you, good people. I'm going to track them down and I'm going to figure out how to get them on the show. Um So I'm excited about that. But I'm also, um it was just so dope. But uh anyways, I, and I just want to bring this to your attention of something that caught my ears from one, something that they both said to a degree. So uh, a person attending had asked a question or something similar to this question, like how do you keep pursuing something? When past hurt or anger keeps getting in the way, it was something to that effect. And uh, the thing that stood out in in her response the most to me, and trust me, it was a robust response. So I'm, I, I hope I, I hope by sharing this, I'm not undercutting any other part of the message. But it was the most profound for me. And if you're thinking that I'm always the one that gives inspiration it's quite the other way around. I'm always being inspired by the people around me. That's why this thing was created because heroes are upon us every day. We just don't know it. Um, but anyways, the uh, the statement that blew me away was just this one. And she said, it's in response to the question. She said, it's funny how people look for the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's interesting when they admit that it's difficult to see. It's true. It's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you've forgotten that you possess it. And while it may only be lit dimly, it has the ability to light up what's around you. And God put that in you. And I was just like, I wish I had cricket sound effects because you would be able to hear it like i was i was like y'all that's so dope and so uh and so i ask you good people as we as we round this to a close i ask you good people how can you how could you possibly sew up loose clothing with a dull needle does it still have the ability to penetrate fabric see if you pay attention to others your needle can your proverbial needle can perhaps become dull but it still has purpose you can sharpen at any time but you can sharpen each time when you penetrate with purpose right so what what does that mean right you can still penetrate fabric even with a dull needle. Does it make it difficult? Yes, but you figure something out. What do you figure out? Getting there. Does it mean that you have to give up what you're doing because your so-called strategy doesn't work? That strategy just just giving you a little, little dose of what this could be, that strategy maybe didn't work because maybe I identified it as strategy when all it was was an activity. An activity is something that is performed. It is something that is to be done to get to the strategy. But if I place an activity as my strategy and wonder why it's not working, It was because the activity was never intended to be strategy. It was only meant to be an activity. See, the strategy is, at the end of this, the strategy for that needle and that cloth is to achieve a sewn up piece of clothing. The activity was to penetrate the fabric with purpose to arrive at a well-stitched piece of clothing. See, I think that sometimes we get all bent out of shape because something didn't work. Well, I've mentioned it in two other ways on how, man, it's okay if something didn't work because that's how you find out how to navigate around it. It's okay if you fail at it because then you figure out a way to not fail at it. It's okay for it to not work because maybe I identified it as strategy, but maybe it was an activity that goes into my strategy that makes me more competitive see I think sometimes we compare ourselves and then that becomes a thief of joy when we forget that boom from what I heard the other day is that we already possess it it's just what are we doing to work it out and yeah okay it's, it it is frustrating when you're When your thing doesn't work, it is frustrating when something that you thought should work didn't. It is frustrating when you feel like, what am I going to do now? But one thing that we do know is that we all have the ability to turn whatever it is that we want to around. And each time you do it, you're penetrating with purpose. Each time you're doing it, you're creating an activity that helps set you apart from the person you were before. And each time you do it, you're doing it with purpose, which means I'm not focused on the person next to me or the person around me or the person uh, in front of me or the person behind me. I'm focused on what it is that I need to do to overcome whatever setback it is I'm experiencing. And good people, I know that we're in the face of of, of all of this craziness, uh, but again, every is 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 hard to compartmentalize it when it's all running together. But I think the most important thing that we have at our disposal is we through the midst of all the chaos, we still receive good news at some point throughout the duration of our weeks. And so, what do we take and do with that good news? Do we just bottle it up and just let it fizzle out, or do we take that and use that as a catalyst to push us into okay? How can I get working on this? Or how can I move on this? Or how can I ask for help on this? And I think that, that um, creates a place for us to optimize our weeks, right? All right, good people. That's all I have for you today. I thank you. I'm sorry I'm I'm, I'm toasting to you guys with coffee a little too late this morning, but that's all right. It's still fresh. <laughs> I hope you guys have the ability this week to penetrate with purpose. I know that you can. I know that you will. And I know that you guys are out there working through your muscle moments. Thank you so much. And uh, if, if you don't mind, I'll see you this time next week. But before, but before we meet next week, do me a favor. If there's somebody that needed to hear this today, can you send it? Can you ask them for 20 minutes of their time? And if so, can you send them the link? If if you like this, before we meet again, can you take the time to send a rating? Before we meet next week, can you find time to share it? If not with a friend that needed to hear it, with an enemy who you know needs to hear it. (laughs) We could all use a good word. Uh, If you want to reach out, social media is at The Midweek Muscle. Uh, If you want to send an email, jay-z at muscle.com. And until this time next week, I'll see you. And as always, let's go.